Why buy tires now? That's easy, because you'll save big right now at Big O Tires. Save $100 on a set of Big O brand tires with paid installation, but only for a limited time. And when you purchase using your Big O credit card, save an additional $50 for a total savings of $150. We told you this was big. Only at Big O Tires, the team you trust. Hurry. Offer ends August 25th. For your nearest participating location, go to BigOtires.com. The Chiefs lost preseason game number three on Saturday night, but no one was injured. The first team offense scored 10 points in two possessions, and the defense continues to adjust under new coordinator Steve Spagnolo. Those were the primary takeaways discussed by Chiefs beat writer Brooke Pryor, columnist Sam Mellinger, and Vahe Gregorian, and me, Blair Kirkhoff, on Facebook Live, recorded early Sunday morning, August 25th, and now presented on Sportsbeat KC the Kansas City Star Sports Podcast, presented by Big O Tires. Our stories from the game can be found in the show notes on kansascity.com, facebook.com, slash Red Zone Extra, and the Red Zone Extra app. Thanks to producer Leah Becerra for putting the show together. We appreciate you listening, and we'll be back Monday for another Sports Beat KC podcast. Hey, everybody. We are live at Arrowhead. Uh, I'm louder than I was during the sound check because I already see our producer Beth fiddling with the sound dials uh, because I'm wide awake. I don't know about you guys. We just watched the third preseason game. It's about two minutes to midnight, which means it's time to talk about what we just saw. I'm Chiefs beat writer Brooke Pryor. Got Blair Kirkhoff right here. Sam Mellinger right here. And don't mind the man in the background, Fahi Gregorian, who's typing away with earplugs in. Uh, you may hear some noises from time to time. He's a he's a vocal writer. What the? <laughs> but he'll join us in a little bit. But yeah, so we just watched the third preseason game. It was exciting. We saw Patrick Mahomes play more than a quarter. Still only two series, but he got a 12-play drive in, so that was good. Sam, what's your biggest takeaway? Patrick Mahomes' preseason is done. He escaped without an injury. What else, what else is there to say about his preseason? I thought he was great. Um... They were efficient. They stalled a little bit last week in Pittsburgh. It doesn't matter. <laughs> this doesn't matter. But still, all the same, it's, it's nice to see him, you know, for Chiefs fans, it's nice to see him do better. To, to And, and there, were, there were two kind of drives, too. Like, one was the big home run, the was 62 yards, where, I mean, that was just easy money. You get Damian <laughs> Williams against a... a, a Linebacker, but, defensive end. About 280. My God. Um, that, that's easy money. And then the other one was... Um, was it 12 plays, 13 plays, something like that? 12 plays. There wasn't a, a play longer than 13 yards. Nothing went negative. It was just, you know, consistent, you know, going down the field. It was, I think we knew <laughs> that they're capable of do, doing that, but still um, nice to see. And also, he should not be diving headfirst unless it's the last 30 seconds of a tied Super Bowl. <laughs> That's yeah. when he can do that. You know what, though? His teammates had some great quotes about the diving uh, I asked Sammy Watkins about it. I'm trying to pull up the quote. He said, I said, what, what's your reaction when, when you see Patrick dive? Like, what, what do you think? He said, I'll be like, what the freak is he doing? I'm like, go the freak out of bounds. I'll be like the coaches. Like, what the freak? Bro, go down. I'll be looking at him mad. Like, we've got to keep you healthy, keep you on the field. And he's right. And I was like, well, do you yell at him? Like, what do you say to him? He's like, 
I don't have to say anything to him now, but like he knows that I'm mad at him. <laughs> I think Frank Clark said about the same thing. Like, yeah. Pat, just go down, go out of bounds, go down, slide. We don't, we don't need any Superman dives in, in a preseason game. I think Frank Clark said, don't do it in week one or week two either. Save that for the Super Bowl. Yes, and only if it's like a close Super Bowl. <laughs> any, any other situation, don't do it. I, I wasn't in the Mahomes scrum afterwards. Did he did he explain why he went head first and, and not and, and he, did not? Oh, hang on. Oh, we have an intro. <laughs> I was I was. Gregorian is connected to the. So you guys might have been doing other things. Then can I just hold this here because I'm only going to stay for a second. Yeah. He said he told Coach Reed he, he needed to get hit sometime. Well, he got hit. The defensive, you know, if he goes feet first, he doesn't get hit. But he go, right. but going head first, he's free game, and and uh, uh, he's he's and, and he got hit. And, for, and it was interesting, by the way. Frank Clark couldn't emphasize that point enough, too. I I heard you talk mm-hmm. about Sammy saying that, but Frank Clark was making the point that there's a reason for that rule, <laughs> and that it you know go ahead and. Go ahead and throw your fling yourself around, but you have to go feet first. Right, because if you dive head first, you're allowed to be tackled like anyone else. Yeah, isn't that right? But it's 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 effectively hands off if you're if you're sliding, mm-hmm. right? I mean, right. You touch them down, yeah. but you can't. If you jump on them, then you're it's a penalty. I would also respectfully disagree with the quarterback. I don't think he needs to be hit. That should be one of the goals this season. Never never let him get hit. Totally reasonable. Okay, I'm glad I helped out on this. I'll be be back. Go finish your call later. (laughs) Bye, Vahe. So, yeah, so Patrick Mahomes, he's healthy. Offense looked good. Good good enough. Good enough. Ten ten points in two series after no points in two series in Pittsburgh last week. I thought they came out and played – a little bit more energy. Um, I can remember after the Pittsburgh game, I was trying to. I, I got to come up with grades for you know for everything, and and I didn't know I didn't know what to say. I, I wish I could revise it because I because um, when you look back on on the Pittsburgh game, it really was a lot of nothing, and I don't think the coaches actually did a good job. As we learned this week during practice, they all admitted not doing a good job of keeping them uh, focused mm-hmm. and, and uh, coming out and playing after the hour delay. Uh, I, I think tonight they, they were ready to play. Home, you know, it was a home crowd, last home preseason game. Uh, only time they're going to be home for the next, you know, for, in a month, right? Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and, and I thought they, they played well. They, mm-hmm. they did. Offensively, they played well, and it's, it was nice to see that. Only five series for Mahomes in this preseason, right? One against right. the Bengals. Two each against the Steelers yeah. and the and the, uh, the 49ers after probably twice as much uh, last year I would think he played the entire first half in the second preseason game and into the third quarter in the third preseason mm-hmm. game so that's just you know uh, so when, when you're the MVP you you get you get five <laughs> but that's five more than some quarterbacks have gotten right. yeah in the preseason yep. well and I think you make an interesting point about the offense just Sorry, looked better. <laughs> How do I get this off again? <laughs> what, what are you trying to do? How do I get that off again? Just, just head over here. And not even you good sausage. sausage made, right? yeah. Not even good sausage now. No, it's just, oh, good, okay, good. That's good. Yeah? Okay. Thanks. There we go. <laughs> glad, glad I could help. <laughs> Aren't you guys glad we did a behind the scenes look? Uh, how, how boring is our, our job? When it's, <laughs> it's not even fake. I, 
<laughs> we didn't even script that. That's uh, the drama <laughs> in our room. Here we are. Um, but what I was going to say um, is that I talked with Sammy Watkins after. I said, hey, the offense looked a lot better today than it did against Pittsburgh. What was the difference? And he said, well, it was because we thought we were going to play three quarters. And so against Pittsburgh, I guess before the game, they were told that they had 15 plays, and that was it. That That's what he told me the number was. And he was like, tonight, we felt like we could go out there, and we had some time to play with. We had some time to to get loose, get ready, get you know, catch a couple balls, get hit a couple times. And he was like, we just felt like we were ready to settle in and play. And he goes, we were just all clicking because of that. I said, well, then how did you feel when you got taken out halfway through the second quarter? And he was like, I mean, we were pissed. <laughs> It's like, I really, I thought that we were going to keep playing, and uh, then we didn't. So I think that this team, especially the starters, are going to be really happy to get to the regular season when they're not, you know, worried about Andy saying, all right, you're done, you're out. Yeah, they, they again, they, they, the starters played less than at any time I can remember in Andy Reid preseason. And, again, um, the, the, the Rams proved last year that you can get to the Super Bowl and not play your starters in a preseason game. So I think we're seeing some remnants of that this year in NFL preseasons. He, he still has played guys more than a lot of coaches, mm-hmm. but it's less than he's done in the past. Right. And, and some of that there is circumstantial, right? Like um, the weather delay um, last week in Pittsburgh. I don't know if this had anything to do with it tonight, but um, it started raining right after uh, Mahomes dove head first, which mm-hmm. I take as a sign that God did not want that to happen either. Um, and it, it wasn't like a torrential downpour by any stretch, but I don't know, enough maybe. Every, everybody knew at that point that was it for Mahomes, yeah. right? right? It's, it's a com- combination of the rain and the We all looked at each other and we're like, eh, he's yeah, not coming back out. Yeah. Well, and Andy said too, I think I asked him, like, well, did Mahomes dive contribute to you deciding that he was done? And he was like, no, it didn't, but I wasn't happy about it. He said, I can't yeah. say I was happy about that. Right. Um, but, yeah, I, I think we all knew. But I, I think that there were some other interesting developments in who was playing with the ones tonight on offense. We saw Damian Williams recipient of, of, of on the wheel route, that 62-yard touchdown. Um, we saw him start with the running backs. And then Daryl Williams. And then Darwin Thompson. And then not until the third quarter, Carlos Hyde. And not three minutes left in the third quarter. Right. I think there's a statement there. I do. I think there's a that's um, that's an indication of where the Chiefs think the pecking order is. I would have thought Thompson before Daryl Williams mm-hmm. at, at the, you know at two, but um, but Carlos Hyde. I think that's that's the message from the Chiefs about fumbling last week in Pittsburgh for for one thing, and and we don't see all of pra- we, well we, actually we do see a lot of practice <laughs> this week, uh, right. the, you know until uh, until they they play the fourth preseason game, but that's. You know, Andy's comment this week was, uh, we're, "We're giving all four of those guys reps with the with the starters, with the with the with Mahomes and the the number one offensive line, and they did do that. But tonight, the pecking order was Damian Williams, Daryl Williams, Darwin Thompson, Carlos Hyde, and I, I've got a. It's just my sense that that is how the Chiefs feel about that position right mm-hmm. now. Well, Robert asked a good question. Sam, I'll go to you with this. He says, does Hyde have any trade value at this point, especially when you look at the Texans need a running back with Lamar Miller yeah. going down? Is that I, an option? I mean, my first thought is, um, you know, think about it in reverse. What if your team traded for Carlos Hyde? Like, what would you be? Pretty dumb. What would you be excited <laughs> for, the, you know, like a sixth, seventh rounder, you know, right. in a couple of years or something? I, I don't know. Um, you mentioned Lamar Miller. 
Um, I, I don't. I haven't studied the other thirty NFL teams besides Houston of, of their running back situation, but I, I wouldn't. I can't imagine you'd get more than a sixth or seventh pick. Right. Yeah. I don't, I, if that, you know, I. I don't know. What does he bring? You know, veteran savvy. Yes, they. They, right. <laughs> they, they, they will talk about that. Carry, you know, average. Yeah. So I'll tell you what. If they <laughs> if they can trade him, do it. I mean, why not? Because you they know? need to trade for a DB. That seems obvious. Yeah, but they need somebody. They need a corner or a defensive back who's better than Carlos Hyde is at running back. Right. You know. Are they going to trade Tyreek Hill for a cornerback <laughs> now? <laughs> how funny was that during the? <laughs> that thing when, really what, took how, off. That, that, it did, and it started before the game, right? It was, yeah, yeah, that no, it started last night. I yeah. think it was oh, uh, Benjamin night. Albright was the one that first. Loaded. Said in like a response to a tweet, or he started a thread saying like, "Oh, there's teams that are interested in Tyree Kill." Yeah. Yeah. No shit. Like, of course there are teams that are interested in Tyree Kill, but that doesn't mean the Chiefs are interested in interested in trading yeah. him. You know. That- I went down that rabbit hole a little bit, and it seemed like he was saying there's there's some team out there, and maybe it's Houston because that that was mentioned later mm-hmm. um, that's super interested, like dead set on yeah. on trying to make this work. But I mean, what what is the possible package like? They don't want Jadavion Clowney. Like, you know, no. they, they could have done that deal for Frank Clark, you know, mm-hmm. like instead right. of Frank Clark. Right. It's, right. it's the same, right. same situation. Um, they wanted the better player. They think Clowney, you know, injury prone and, you know, up and down. Right. Like Clark's more, cause, you know, I just. And you're not going to give Tyree Kill to get Jadavion Clowney back yeah. in, I also, in exchange. Well, I think about this too. Like, it, you know, trades work when I'm going to get something that's more valuable to me than it is to you. And vice versa, and and Tyreek Hill, like I, I get the argument that, that Patrick Mahomes is the you know the the tide that lifts all boats or whatever, and they can get by offensively um, no matter what. I get that, but Tyreek Hill is better for the Chiefs than he's going to be for any other team, not just because of Andy, but because he can use all of Patrick's arm, you know, and mm-hmm. and you know, That's a good point. send him somewhere else, send him to you know, I'm just I'm not trying to pick on the guy, but the last quarterback that the Chiefs had. He's, you know, he's still a good player, but right. you know, the, some of his skill is is sort of chopped off. Well, while we're talking about trades, let's just continue down this rabbit hole. Jason asks, is there a chance the Chiefs keep Kyle Shermer and trade Chadney to the Colts in light of the Andrew Luck retirement? I think they like Jacoby Brissett more than you know maybe people realize. Um, I, I think that's that's a thing, um, and, and I, I'm guessing that this didn't come completely out of the blue to the Colts, and so they, they had prepared to have the best backup possible. You know, if he's saying, can Chad Henney go back up Jacoby Brissett? Mm-hmm. Is, 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 is that what we're talking about? I mean, Maybe, I, I would assume I I would ass- to go be the guy, I guess. I don't you're- know. I would think to have him be the backup, at least initially, because he's shown an, an ability to be a support guy for the new, the young starter like he was with Patrick. Um I'd be, I'd be pretty surprised. Do you I, think the you Chiefs know. would want to give him up? No, I, I no, think they, they like right. him. Being, they, seems... They've invested two years now in, into right. him, yeah. and although Shermer looked good today, that touchdown drive in the third quarter was impressive. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it went to Hardman was good, uh, and then Pringle finished it off with the run. I, you know, I, I, I just I don't think you would go from uh, from Mahomes. To, to Kyle Shermer as your right. as, as the guy that you're going to no. win games with if, if if Mahomes goes down. Yeah, Henny Henny's important to them right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you don't you don't want to be your guy, 
But if he is your guy, like Nick Foles was to, what, in 16, you can win a game or two. Yeah, yes. I think he can get you through a game like if, if Mahomes like sprains an ankle or something. Um, and, you know, like you said, a game. I also think that he has some value Monday through Saturday. For sure. You know, yeah, they, I agree. And I think they see that as well. I think so, too. Um, let's look at the defensive side of the ball. Did we learn anything about the defense tonight? Because, again, going into this week or going into this game, we talked to Steve Spagnolo. Someone asked, hey, is it concerning that you haven't had the whole defense out there for very many snaps and they're learning a new system and they're learning how to communicate? Tonight, Tyron Matthew didn't play. He's still nursing. I think they're being in- incredibly cautious with this banged-up shoulder. Did the defense get better tonight? Do we know what the defense is really going to look like? It was nice to see Frank Clark get that sack. Um, and then later, was it was it Tano that got a, mm-hmm. that got yeah. a sack? Yep. Um, you know, the, the secondary is up and down. Uh, the touchdown, the, the first 49ers touchdown, looked like a really bad communication between – uh, Ragland and um, who, who was the defensive back? Was it that would have been uh, was it Ward? Ward at that point. If it was before Breland's um, injury, it would have been yeah. Ward. Yeah, it was. It was either that or Thornhill was slow getting over. You don't know. Yeah. particularly the assignments. Thornhill looks fast. More, but yeah, it looks more uh, communication, mm-hmm. right? Like, I know. The, I know the TV camera was on Thornhill coming off the field, and I thought I, I think they're, they're identifying the wrong guy. Yeah, here. <laughs> he was closest to the catch. Right. right. That right. Thornhill didn't have a good day. No, I didn't think. Um, first, we started for the first time. Probably got more snaps tonight than he than he had, and f- more snaps with the first team defense than he's yeah. had in the, in the preseason. Yeah, but it just I thought that he because he played more snaps than he was expecting to last week in Pittsburgh, and I thought he did pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I thought he showed pretty well. And to, I mean, he's a rookie, so whatever. Um, but I don't know how big of a concern that is. I think I'm not like banging the alarm bells or anything, but. Um, it's it's not ideal how the defense has been. They've had, I mean, we were kind of joking about it in the elevator, like one snap of the ones. Two, together. we figured it out. It's two. two, right? It was two last week uh, in Pittsburgh that, that the Honey Badger was on right. the field Before. and Frank okay. Clark and Okafor okay. and everybody. Yeah. So twice as many as I had. <laughs> yeah, that's right, right. <laughs> they initially. doubled your, so, your, your guess. Uh, but, like, my, my thing is that defense was always going to be behind just mm-hmm. because everybody's new to the scheme. A lot of the players are new to each other. Like, that, that was always going to be – a work in progress, and they they don't have, they haven't gotten the work. You know, Andy talks about you get good work in. They mm-hmm. they haven't had that. You know, and Matthew is um, incredibly important to what they're trying to do. And when he's not out there, it's not just I'm not worried about him. Not, he's a smart guy. Like I'm not, but I, I think it matters that the other ten can play around him as well. I, something's being missed for sure. I thought it would have been. Um, Maybe the beginning of the game, the tone of the game changes if on the 49ers' first possession, that ends up being a three and out to start the game. Yeah. Instead of Damian Wilson getting the five-yard holding penalty that gives him a first down. Mm Now, 49ers pick up two first downs, and then the Chiefs hold him on fourth down. Chris Jones, you know, has the the batted ball. And third and fourth. Yes. So that was was good. That was good defense. But I just thought if they could have, you know, the Chiefs win the toss, defer, kick, and they three and out the 49ers – what you know, crowd there was here would have been. I think there would have been a different feel to the yeah. beginning of the game, but mm-hmm. because of that penalty, yeah. um, they kept the 49ers on the field and they got it. Like I said, got a couple first downs, and it was like it felt like the Bengals, the, the way the Bengals game opened when um, they didn't get the turnover. The they, fumble, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and, and uh, the Cincinnati went down and scored. So 
you know, an overturned call is different than a than a penalty, but the the penalty was away from the play, and right. and yeah. just you know he's a new you know new guy for for the Chiefs, and I thought, what a you know don't do that, yeah. you know don't not on third and six or seven, yeah. don't don't hold like that. So, yeah. um, but the well the, the end of that series is worth like mentioning real quick because Chris Jones is a terrific player, obviously, but he's had some deficiencies in the run game, and that third and I'm guessing it was third and three, third and four, whatever. It was third and pretty short, mm-hmm. and he threw his man yeah, to yeah. the side and made the stop <laughs> right. Yeah, he and he and another, he and somebody else got yeah. credit for the tap. But was, Jones was the. That's a thing that you yeah. learn when you're training in Florida in a Bane mask. Is you learn <laughs> yeah. how to start throwing dudes yeah. off. Yeah, and uh, that, that was the third down play, and then fourth down, like you just mentioned, Blair, he knocks but, the pass down. Yeah, and that was that's the Chris Jones show. Yep, yep, yep. And look, he's and he's doing that from the inside. Yep. Mm-hmm. you know, not not from the yep. outside, doing that in the middle. Yep. So. Um, I did want to see. I, I know the, the Chiefs weren't exotic with blitzes tonight. Sure. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I. I, I saw one time where a linebacker came, um, but it was always four man, and um, and maybe you know, I, I, we didn't see it last week in Pittsburgh much, and, and certainly not in the one series or whatever they played against the Bengals. So, you know, they may be holding some. I'm, I'm sure they're holding some of that back. Mm-hmm. But that's what this defense is supposed to be about, too, a little mm-hmm. bit more of an attacking defense. And you got to keep that in mind. I gave the passing uh, defense for the Chiefs a D because Garoppolo had like 188 yards at halftime. And he looked awful last week. Well, I mean, yeah, he yeah. he looked he, freaking terrible. Right, he was one for six or something. But he was on... For zero yards, mm-hmm. which tell me how you do that. Zero passer rating or negative um, something. But, um, but he had, I'm not saying he carved him up, but he, he was pretty efficient yeah. and... Um, and part of that was, was not getting much of a pass rush. Right. He was 14 of 20 for 188 yards, sacked once, one touchdown, passer rating of 116.2. That's a, that's yeah. a Mahomes half. Yeah, it there, is. Were, there were some really open receivers. I mean, Mahomes' pass rating was 152.1. Yeah, yeah, because he know. completed his first eight. Yeah, that Rashad helps. Breeland um, bit on a double move. Mm-hmm. Was that Goodwin that he yeah, was covering? Yeah, um, and, and that's that's kind of the scattering report. Like, he, he's aggressive. And that can be good, mm-hmm. but he can also, you know, Chiefs had a corner last year that, that <laughs> had problems with double moves at times. But um, Did they? Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's well, just something to keep an eye on. Not a big deal at this point. But We bring up Bashad Breland. Oh, hi, Bahe. What's uh, up, buddy? I didn't send it in yet. Uh, I didn't send it in yet, but I'm, but I'm done with it. Thought, okay. Do you need to send you it really in? You need me here. Oh, is the wow. conversation lagging that much? You've had really, your yeah. earplugs in. You don't even guy. know. <laughs> how much longer are we going? I, as long as you want us to go. <laughs> okay. Do, do you think our audience wants to see the bells and whistles parts, the headlines, the SEO? I, I think um, I think the I think, folks on the desk would really love it if you I did think I'll that. just go ahead and do that. Okay. <laughs> Give the people what they want. <laughs> like I was saying. This guy. This guy. <laughs> Somehow we'll try and get through without you. <laughs> as hard as that is for you to believe. Just put your put your earplugs back in, and I agreed to be a prop. But <laughs> if we can get the audience to suggest some SEOs, I yeah, oh, that'd be really good. We'll have an audience participation. Write our SEO headlines uh, or Please, our regular headlines too. Uh, anyway, so Bashad Breland. Uh, he got hurt tonight, and I think it was the first drive. He was pushing Matt Breida out of bounds. Looked like he landed on his left shoulder. He wasn't a part of the injury 
list that Andy Reid gave after the game, and he went in on the next series. But and went to the tent first. Went to the tent for a little bit, <laughs> then came and sat on the bench, and then came back in the game. When you see something like that happen, I know he came back out, and that's good for the defense. But at any point, do you just want to yell, no, stay on the bench? Your cornerback situation is already dire. If you take out Bashad Breland, you got Herb Miller and Charvarius Ward as your starting corners, and that feels not ideal. Well, uh, I did think that, that uh, the one position that they can't afford to have somebody lying down over on the opposing bench's sideline or anywhere else on the field uh, is corner. Um, so fortunately for the Chiefs, he did, he did get back up in, in the game. And so, you know, crisis averted for, for this week. But, um, and again, I, I, I think, yeah, just a couple names on the injury report. Chad Henney was actually mm-hmm. on there. Sore ankle. Is that <clears throat> yeah, right? an ankle. And uh, so lucky to get, they're through the, the portion of their preseason schedule where the starters are going to play. Um, they lost two players. Uh, and and at, at positions where they at least one position where they have some depth, the wide receiver with Marcus Kemp's injury, and then tight end. I'm sure they wish they had Deion Yelder, but they don't now because of his ankle. So th- th- compared to some other teams, the, the Chiefs got out of this part of the preseason in decent shape. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, um, and you know both of both you Sam and Vahe have written in the last week about preseasons and what's, you know, the value of them and what might happen. And um, I don't know. I just, I think we're going to see something different next year. It, it feels like that's where everybody's headed. It sure does. Um, and not that it had anything to do with it, but, you know, Andrew Luck was quite the topic of conversation. Well, that happened at halftime. We were finishing <clears throat> up halftime, and that's when the Adam Schefter tweet went out. And I think we were all like, are, are you sure this isn't a fake account? I mean... Yeah. Everybody was double and triple checking. Um, and then, no, it was not a big account. And I I think that watching that unfold took precedent in a lot of ways over watching what was happening in the third quarter out there because it just seemed so unlikely that a 29-year-old quarterback just decides to walk away from the game, you know, two weeks before the season starts. With uh, with his last game being played right right out here, you know, the, the, the playoff game in the snow. Um, yeah. So sad to see anytime you see uh, you have a, a, an athlete retiring at a young age, but for health reasons, I, I I don't disagree with you know with what he's what he's doing and why why he's doing it. Mm-hmm. And um, you, you wonder. I've thought if if he um, takes a year off and feels healthy in a year, uh-huh. if. if it feel change. Yep. You know, um, I thought that too. Yeah, I wonder about that. It's funny. Sammy Watkins said the same thing. Um, you know, I finished talking with him about the offense tonight. I said, hey, by the way, I mean, did you hear about Andrew Luck and, and what do you think? And he said, you know, that when he he said, when you have several injuries, which Sammy has, Sammy gets it. He's, sure. he's been in, in those shoes. He said, you know, these are the hard times you've got to fight through. I know that guys are playing and that everything is in a plan. He said hopefully he'll get mentally cleared of whatever doubts or fears he has and he'll be back. And then he went on to say, you know, there's a higher plan and there's a better plan once you get through these tough times. Hopefully he plans himself a whole year and literally refreshes and reboots and then is able to mentally come back and take over the league. 
So Sammy's mind is already like he's already on the Andrew Luck comeback train. He that's that's happening. Can we can we stipulate that Sammy Watkins is one of the more thoughtful players on this he team? He really is. I, I I so enjoy talking to him and having him come to the podium, and uh, he is. Um, you know, I, I know he was characterized as sort of a crazy dude mm-hmm. when the, when he signed with the Chiefs, and you know, but I, I just I think he's as thoughtful as a player is in that you know in that mm-hmm. locker room. Yeah, I think dude. so. He's thoughtful and he'll take the time to talk with you. Mm-hmm. You know, I I walked up to him and he was he was putting on his watch and getting dressed, and you know he could have you know answered me in a couple of sentences and said that's it, but he he took the time to thoroughly answer everything and to say hey. This is what I'm thinking. This is why I'm thinking it, and and this is I. This is why I understand what in, what uh, what Andrew Luck's going through, and yeah. I just I'm very grateful for that because it's hard to talk to guys in a post game. They're trying to get out of there. We're yeah. trying to get out of there, but we're also trying to do our job after watching them play. So, yeah. but, you, uh, you were spending some um, quality time with uh, Eric Fisher, I saw. Yeah. Yeah, what a big fish. That's uh, uh, for a story that will yeah, come soon. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. All right. Very good. He, was good. he was really good. Was he? He was really good. Yep. Big fish. Yep. Um, uh, uh, in, in a much better mood. He, he is, um, he has changed. It's like, that's the wrong word. He, he has just evolved. I don't know. From the time he got here as a 1-1 from Central Michigan, who I think he'd probably say, with hindsight, like a little bit overwhelmed by... Oh, had to be. You know... It, well, All of everything. that stuff. Mm-hmm. Everything. And had a lot of struggles early. His his rookie year was not good. He was playing right tackle. I don't think he'd ever played right tackle yeah. before. Um, had injuries. So many injuries that he couldn't really lift weights, which kind of important for an offensive lineman. Yeah. And, I, you know, just from that to where he is now, where he just seems so comfortable with himself and, and where he is and who he is. Um, he's grown up, but I don't, I don't want that to sound condescending, but, I mean, just the – the evolution in him from his first year to now it's been it's been pretty cool to see. Well he's been he was a pro bowler last year too. Yeah. 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 I think that matters. That that stuff matters to players. I mean mm-hmm. you know, he's so, in a good mood at the pro validation, bowl too, you, know? you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well there was Got some a contract, you know, I mean right, all that stuff right. matters. Mm-hmm. Yep. There, there was there was some movement on the offensive line uh, this game. There wasn't was there? yeah it, it was uh, predetermined guards, that yeah, yeah that um, uh, Cameron Ir- Cam Irving got his first start uh, over Andrew Wiley and uh, and then for the first series, the second series, uh, Laurent Duvernay-Tardif came out, and Wiley came in and played right guard. Mm-hmm. So you had Irving and Wiley play, um, and then Wiley came in with the second team and played tackle. Mm-hmm. So they're doing some shifting a little bit on the offensive line. I'm not exactly sure what the what the what the hope is or what they they want to who will start against Jacksonville mm-hmm. in two weeks, but it just. It just seemed like it's kind of late in preseason to be yeah. doing something like this. I wonder what the I wonder what they're seeing, what Andy Reid is seeing, and um, uh, 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 why they feel the need to do this. Andy Reid said earlier in the week, "Well, we've got like, you know, we consider Irving and Wiley starters. Uh, uh, so, mm-hmm. okay, all right, um, interchangeable guys. I, I don't know. I'll, I'll be interested to see what the grades are for the offensive line in this game. Game. I they, they played better obviously than they did a week ago." Um, against Pittsburgh, and Mahomes hasn't been sacked right in the in the preseason. Yeah. I don't think he's been sacked right. I don't, uh, think I don't remember. Him being he had, he's barely had, been in the game long enough to be. But sacked. he's had to scramble a couple times. And, right. and as you as you pointed out when you were looking at his uh, that eight yard run, how many yards did he end up traveling? I think like forty. Forty yards between for coming that, back and going forward. And yeah, for the eight yard run. So some blocking broke down there. But um, that's the other thing when you think about this offensive line. 
Mahomes avoids so many sacks just because of you know his ability back there that this offensive line doesn't need to be road pavers or the best in the NFL. Yeah. It just needs to hold their box for you know yeah. lo- long enough. And, and Mahomes is just such a great you know improvisational quarterback. Yeah. So, uh, but it was I was interested to see what they were doing with the offensive line today. Yeah, I was too. And and I want to go back to the defense for one question that I had jotted down. I know that. Typically, you don't see the starters play in week four. If Tyron Matthews healthy, is there any reason to give the entire defense any kind of, the ones, any kind of work? No, not at all. It's a hard no. Yeah, it is, it is a hard head. no. I, I just think the, no. the risk of injuries is too great, and, and it offsets what, what little you can accomplish. And, and also, you're not going to be playing against Aaron Rodgers. You know, like right. I think that matters too. Like, what, what are you going to get out of your ones playing against their threes and fours? Like, I, th- I think you can get more good work, as they would say, in practice. You the know, ones I think will, that, that's where you do and it. And the ones are going to spend time practicing against Jacksonville this week anyway. Yeah. Um, that, that's what, Scout. Yeah. Right. yeah, Scout. Yeah. Yep. So, no, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see that happening at all. By the way, we now have uh, two different people. Uh, Dan and Barbara saying, I bet the lights will be turned off soon. <laughs> and Barbara saying, we should start a pool, a pool on how soon the lights will go out. Will the lights go out before Bahi has finished his column? That's what I was oh, sending his column. Or putting in the SEO for his column. <laughs> I'm video now. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, because as you can see, we're running out of things to talk about, and now we're just stalling for <laughs> until you can make your... I mean, <laughs> I think, I think the desk push. would also... <laughs> I think the desk would also you like you to. Yeah, take care of the desk, man. Here it is. Submit. The green send button. Funny oh, yeah. that submit. Can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Do you, should we just hold up the mic for you, or we'll just we'll rest that right there? The way we send in a story now is you submit. It's <laughs> <laughs> dark. It's late. <laughs> it is late, and I'm, I'm about out of coffee. The coffee's. Needs, I need a refill on my coffee. Don't we all? At twelve thirty, I think we still have like about forty-five minutes until the lights went off the other night. I think it was one eighteen. One eighteen. One eighteen. That was like the other the thing. Right How about time? this game went two hours and forty minutes tonight? It did feel like it's a good quick pace. Game. Yes, very good pace. We will take that pace every Sunday. And we will never have it again. Never I was again. Say, How no, long do you so think the right. Green Bay game is going to go? No PI reviews. That was nice. Well. That's right. I mean, definitely. That's too, exactly yeah. right. No, no PI reviews. Um, well, the, the game will go it's three hours, and then the drive will take another two hours from uh, Green Bay to Milwaukee. Hopefully, Facebook we can get live some from a rented Corolla <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. That is that has a Facebook Live on the road written all over it. How's the cell service between Green Bay and Milwaukee? Because that feels like it could be a dicey thing. Well, well, let's see. Let's yeah. just see. Okay. So Ooh. tune in next week uh, to see. Our adventure is coming back from Green Bay. But we have like two Facebook Lives between now and then, so don't worry. Two, three, yeah. All of them. It's what we do. We did do the driving um, version of this in Seattle. Last um, year. Not, not last year, two years, couple years ago. ago. It was a preseason game. Yeah, it was a preseason game. Which I think game. gave us a little urgency to hit the hole and get done. <laughs> Just like now. That's because we had to, yeah, had to get back to the airport the SeaTac Airport, which is closer to TAC than it is to sea. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Here's a good question. Uh, somebody is speculating the Chiefs might carry seven wide receivers after the cutdown. Is that likely? 
what would your what did your fifty three you know, projections that's say? That's what I'm about to pull um, up. Huh? Because if, if someone's if someone's thinking fifty three or seven receivers, they're thinking uh, Thompson, Thomas, and Pringle to go with Hardman, Robinson, Watkins, and Hill. I think that is. I don't think they would do that. I, I think. You know what? I think I had seven wide receivers, and you read it before I published it. You're right. So. Oh, I wasn't going to disagree necessarily with who you have. You, you did have seven. <laughs> then why did I have you read it? I needed to make sure that I wasn't wrong. Well, you may not be wrong. You you and who who asked the question? Or could be exactly right about this. Robert. Robert, Robert asked the question. You and I Robert have could be right about this. Sammy, Demarcus, McCole Hardman, Byron Pringle, Cody Thompson, Tyree Kill, and DeAnthony Thomas. How about DeAnthony Thomas first... On the opening kickoff, making the tackle. Um, Dave Tobe was, just um, had to be happy. He's really good a, there. So is Pringle, though. I, yeah. I just, I don't know. I got a DeMarcus question. Has he even been targeted this preseason? He has, but not with the ones. I think he had a catch tonight. He, he I don't was, think he did. He was did out he there not? with the twos and the threes tonight, too. I thought he Well, I tell you what, he would, He did have a, uh, a nice uh, play on right. the, the touchdown to Damian Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. Um, he'd lined up wide right and was over there making the last block mm. on a yeah, ball that's that had right. gone that's down right. the left sideline. But yep. but I, I and maybe he was targeted in another game, but but he's been much less a part of this than I I thought he would be. I just I thought they were ready to accelerate him a little Could bit. Could he be trade bait? He's not being showcased very much for right. trade bait. I mean or is he being saved for the Pat plays in the season that Andy doesn't want to reveal. Like we're going to make you forget about Demarcus Robinson. Well, I want to say this about the Pat plays because I, the line of the night went went to my, okay, Demar- our friend right here. He did have a catch, but it was called back. He did. Okay, yeah. um, it was a tweet from Sam. There was a rather complicated screen. Mm-hmm. I thought a little bit elaborate. Early. Yeah. Early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Double play action. Yeah. Double play action. And, and can you just? Give us that phrasing on how you put it. It was so basic that Andy Reid will just lay it out there in the preseason. I don't mind showing this. That's just one of our. That's just one of our plays. I thought that was so spot on. It was, but then Mahomes had to like thread the needle on it too because there was some, you know, there was some traffic in there when he completed. He only picked up four yards. Mm -hmm. I thought that was a little too complicated for a for the preseason and uh, and b just you know to pick up four yards. Yeah, you better have that thing. That that's to me that was the type of play that you know you pull out when you you see something and you know it's going to get forty five you know yeah but no that one picked up four no but well you know what don't you feel like that's we're going to see that some some twisted version of that uh, <laughs> twisted version yeah they really just set up we just somebody for something I don't know who or what yeah but I'm excited to find out we're playing the long game here <laughs> yeah. bye. I'm going to guess you just filed a column on Frank Clark. I did. I did. You want to hit us with the highlights? Um, well, the highlights really were the things other people had to say about him, like Mitchell Schwartz and Patrick Mahomes. Um, and just, but I thought we got a glimpse at, at what made him what made him special tonight. And, and I know it, it's a brief glimpse, um, but the, the thing that was interesting about that sack was that he had, in interviews earlier this week, um, been talking about the notes he keeps. Right. And how he had notes on Joe Staley. Yeah. And um, and and in fact, he he's he's he, when I asked him about it tonight, he said, "Yeah, I knew he'd I knew he'd be aggressive on the inside move." <laughs> so, but then he made a point of saying he hasn't used any of his arsenal yet. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably to some degree true. But he is 
I, he is a, a, a great combination of speed and power. That, that yeah. I was just really struck by that. And aggression, tonight. yep. Yeah, so, um, and, and I heard you, you guys were talking about the defense. I guess we don't really have a feel for things. It's gonna be, when you see more than two plays with all the starters, that would probably be helpful. Um, but I think that Frank Clark is that game-changing kind of presence that, you know, or can be, can be, has that in him. And when you have to contend with Chris Jones nearby, um, I, I, I know there's, there's some, yeah, there's some they, mayhem on that line, some potential for that. Some mayhem. They have three legitimate, like, potential game-changing guys, you know. And, and last year I think they kind of had one, you know, uh, with Chris Jones. I, D. Ford and, and Justin Houston are really good players, or at least they were last year, but not, not at Frank Clark's level. And they were sorely missing what Tyron Matthew can bring in the secondary, you know, if and when he's healthy. Yeah. Well, I, I want to see more of it. We've only seen yeah, a yeah. handful 100%. of defensive. Yeah. But I want to see more of the um, the third and long f- front of uh, Clark, Hassanio, Jones, and Okafor. Mm-hmm. You know, that's you know those are lean, mean guys, um, and and that 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 they are on. They are on the field to pass rush, yep. and, and mm-hmm. I think, I, I think, Spagno, Spagnolo believes that with that quartet up there, they may not need to blitz as much as you know. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the, maybe I think that they do. That they all those guys can create some havoc. One other thing that they can do with those specific, specifically those guys, and Clark is great at this, is stunts. Yeah, and that's something they really haven't done. Like Bob mm-hmm. Sutton did not do that. I mean, he was one of the lowest in the league. You can look up everything, that's right. and they were he would either last or second to last in the league in that stuff. And in those situations, third and long, you get those you know really good athletes um, going like that. That you know, you can you can bring four yep. if, if they're coming from angles that yep. that the line's not expecting. Yep, and disrupt the passer enough to yeah. you know to flush them and. Yep. Um, so that that's the, we didn't we didn't get to see enough of those. Type of situations in the preseason, but that's—I um, imagine that's—we'll we'll see a lot of that at Jacksonville. Yeah. Just one other thing about Frank Clark too, and maybe we've talked about this in some other form, but I, I'm just—and this has been pretty consistent now—really struck by how how smart he is, how thoughtful he is, um, and which is good for us. I mean, it, it, but he's he's really engaging and, and really thorough in his answers. He's mm-hmm. been that way since day one with with harder questions at, at that time, and um, I. I I, you can tell just seeing the interplay in the locker room with, with Chris Jones and Frank while we were waiting to talk to him that uh, at least I see you can tell. I, I have the feeling that Chris Jones um, is an admirer of his. Um, and, of course, I, I don't know if there's any tension about contract stuff. I don't know. It would be interesting if you could have an honest conversation about right. you know, where does that fit into this. But I think, I, I think he's a good presence in the room, again, as they say in hockey. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you maybe could, in football too. I, mean, I feel like Chris Jones could ask Frank Clark for advice because he was in kind of a similar situation a year ago. Yeah. How do you get through that year? Yeah. What do you need to do? How do you put yourself in a position to do what you did? I wouldn't doubt that he's asked him. I would hope but, he would. Yeah. yeah. It's, anyway, um, so seems like a fine pickup for the Chiefs. Uh, <laughs> Larry says this is an enjoyable version of the Tar Heels Four Corners, which I assume means that he has caught on to the fact that we're trying to stall until the lights go out so that oh. we can have this happen live on air. 
Is it, there it, anything else that you would like to bring up? No, to I'm, help? I'm disappointed that he thinks we're going four corners, though, because we, we're trying to expedite. It's, but uh, it's late. let's get out. It is well, late. Who, who's Phil Ford then? Who is uh, the master of the four corners? You're you're Phil Ford. I'm in Phil this. Ford. Yes, you are. I'm a tar. I'm Phil Ford, and I'm a Tar Heel. That's yes. watched that video a trillion times. <laughs> So on that, okay, well, we're just going to exchange knowing looks over there. No, it was, it was just a general knowing look, or unknowing look. <laughs> Former Kansas <laughs> it's City definitely King, unknowing Phil look. Ford. Oh, Kansas City King. Yeah, Phil Ford, Rookie of the Year. Oh, I, had, I had no idea. You'll learn something new every day. There you go. Well, on that note, uh, now that we've all learned something and we've all broken down uh, the Chiefs' third preseason game, which was a loss, by the way, to San Francisco. I don't think that we ever said the score because, let's be honest, the score doesn't matter. Uh, I think someone early in the early in the um, comments mentioned that that you know oh my gosh the Chiefs lost to the 49ers, folks it doesn't matter. Uh, that was the least important thing tonight uh, because when the ones were out there the Chiefs dominated the Chiefs offense particularly dominated. Um, so we're gonna sign off before the lights go off. Sorry everyone, uh, but we'll be back. This week, a couple times, we'll, I think, have a midweek Facebook Live. We'll have a pregame Facebook Live from Green Bay, and we'll have a postgame Facebook Live from somewhere between Green Bay and Milwaukee. So from all of us here, big thanks to Beth, our producer, who is still wide awake and hanging in there with us. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we will see you soon. Can Beth come to Milwaukee? Hey, it's Blair. Hey, we have a special subscription offer for Sportsbeat KC listeners. Unlimited digital access to the Kansas City Stars award-winning sports coverage. Sign up now for one year of Sports Pass for access to all the sports news, features, and columns we have to offer. And it's only $30. That's a 40% savings off our regular rate. For your convenience, your subscription will automatically renew after the initial term at $50 unless you tell us to cancel. A lot of subscription services won't tell you that. They'll just sneak it on there. We just told you. Your subscription helps support the sports coverage of KansasCity.com and the Kansas City Star. Please visit KansasCity.com slash offer to get this special offer. And as always, thanks for listening.